Hey, it's Ed from the Whiskey Tangent Podcast, and we got a whiskey short for you today with a Game of Thrones theme to it. Uh, Game of Thrones put out eight different whiskeys, and we thought it'd be great in honor of the finale to taste one of the whiskeys. And Scott's going to tell you which whiskey we chose. Yeah, we chose uh, House Stark primarily uh, for two reasons. One, uh, they are the main protagonist of the show. And two, I have a tattoo on the back of my calf of the Stark direwolf. So I really wanted to have the bottle. Nerd. Uh, <laughs> it's a collectible uh, bottle that comes in this uh, really cool um, can, as a lot of scotches do. It is a scotch, by the way. Uh, we're not big scotch guys, but we're really excited to try it. And um, um, yeah, we're going to try it right now. Whiskey short. And uh, we have a friend, Jeff, here. Jeff is here, a very good friend of ours, and he's going to help us taste the whiskey for our show. Not, not only is he a, a whiskey enthusiast, but a um, Game of Thrones fan. Hey, Jeff. How you doing? Hello there. Uh, before we drink it, I will let you know that they put out eight different scotch whiskeys from eight different distilleries. Uh, all of them are owned by the Diageo company, which we've spoken about. One we, for each of the major houses. Correct. You Game want to tell the people which houses there are? Yeah, they got the... Uh, Targaryen, Stark, Lannister, Tully, Tyrell, Baratheon, Greyjoy, and the Night's Watch. And the distilleries uh, for each? Oh, God, here we go. Um, Cardhu, Dalwini, Lagavulin, The Singleton, Clanellish, Royal, Lochnagar, Talisker, and Oban. And I am sure I said all those wrongs. The House Stark whiskey was made by Dalwini. Yes. Which is actually very popular in uh, the United States. A lot of their scotches are enjoyed. And so I'm kind of glad that since we're not really big scotch drinkers that we're going to try one that is of a distillery that a lot of their product makes it over to the side of the ocean. From reading the reviews, uh, this is not like one of those uh, really peaty or smoky ones. It is a Highland single malt scotch whiskey and it's a 86 proof. And let's see what it tastes like. Yeah. All right. Ready? Try it. Oh, yeah, I like Scotchy. it. Scotchy. It's Scotchy. Um, it's, um, it's not smoky. There is some peat there at the end of it. Do you, do you get that? The, but, thing, uh, the but, thing that keeps me from embracing but scotch whiskey. But really mild, though. Like, Well. I mean, we've had scotches before that yeah, are like. Narbeg or something where it tastes like smoked grass. Right. Uh, I try. I, 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 once again, like I always say with scotch, I see why people like scotch. The flavor is so complex. There's so much going on with it, but that peatiness, just this peat finish. It's so funny because I'm 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 really not getting that finish. I'm really enjoying this. It's not a terrible flavored whiskey at all. It's, you can tell it's a very high quality distilled spirit, no doubt. Once again, complex flavors. I certainly am not hating it either. But sweet on the tongue. Very sweet initially. Yeah. With the great burst of of uh, that's where I get all the flavor right in the beginning, and then it just finishes with. Yeah, that, a little bit of a like, Scott's the, right, but it's a to me it's a little more distinctive peat yeah. aftertaste, which the the, the the grassy flavors of. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm getting the the smell of it, like the uh, the smell of peat, the taste on the back of uh, the tongue, and the heat in the nose. It is very fiery for an 86 proof. I will say that. Oh, we didn't even name what the damn whiskey is called. It's actually called Winter's Frost. So it's House Stark Dalwinnie's Winter's Winter, Frost. Right, Winter's Frost, right? Um, if you like single malt scotch, I think you're going to love this. I would think a scotch drinker would just find this delicious. Yeah, like I said from the reviews, I think the entire series, uh, surprisingly to me, has been very well received. And you might think that scotch drinkers would be like, oh, Game of Thrones comes out of whiskey. That can't be possibly be good. But uh, they pretty much embraced it. I just don't know where it came from. Like, 
it certainly has aged a bit. Series has been on for what? I get eight years, right? So maybe yeah, we they, didn't. I we, didn't. They didn't start it right away. So I guess what they're doing is they must be taking some of their stuff and blending it that they already had with some right, blending a couple of their single malts together to create a unique batch. Right? Is that safe to guess? Yeah, I, I would. I would say that that's probably true. So uh, just briefly, the very end of this, like how stark Dalwini is made in one of the highest and coldest distilleries in Scotland, and its extreme conditions are responsible for shaping its signature honeyed sweetness and spicy warmth naturally it's best served chilled or over ice so maybe we should pour it over ice maybe that'll improve the flavor for you guys well we we certainly did just drink it neat yeah most scotch distillers are fans of of using a little distilled water to open up the flavor sure of scotches it's pretty common there and a lot of people they get in their own way when they when they drink any type of whiskey feeling that if they add ice or water to it they're they're kind of like wussing out or something and if you want to put some distilled water in if you want to use some small cubes or you want to use a big globe cube do what you're going to do uh but do it for how you like to drink it because there is no real right way to drink it but there is some wrong ways just for the record well if you don't put it in your mouth like you just pour it in your head like an airplane that would be wasteful <laughs> i can't endorse that. you had a drinking problem remember <laughs> so guys game of thrones thoughts um are, first of all a couple questions i have um she's the mother of dragons we're down to one dragon at the time that we're recording this was one of them a female? Did, do we have eggs? Do we have dragons oh, coming? Do we have baby dragons? Because I, I just read that uh, theory, fan theory on the internet. Like maybe they drop some eggs somewhere. I think that to be the mother of dragons, she can't just have one dragon left. It's now not plural anymore. She's the mother of dragon. That's true. That's lame. <laughs> uh, well, maybe that's foreshadowing her fate. And who's going to uh, to you know? I mean, we know that the, as realistic as the show tends to be, that Cersei's and her evil ass is not going to win at no the she's going to fucking die she she's going to die a horrible death um and i think jamie's going to die probably mm, with her i yeah. really yeah i mean they're twins right so right that, that that would be uh in episode four he listed all the shitty things he did and why he deserves to die so mm. i pretty much feel like he's telling the audience i know you got to like me but it's time for me to die uh well who do you think is going to wind up on the uh, iron throne mm. it's tough i mean Based on the law of the land, it should be Jon Snow. Yeah, yeah, should be. Even by uh, you know Daenerys's own rules, she would she would agree that Jon is the one with the claim to the throne. Yes, and that's why she didn't want him to say anything. And then he immediately told his brother and sisters. I, I agree with Ed. I think Jon Snow will be the king of oh. the Seven Realms. But in order to for that to happen, I think that means that Danny has to. Die. She she or so. She either has to die, she has to give it up willingly, or they get married, which was Tyrion's sort of solution. Like, if they got married, they could rule together. Right, but the thing is, if they're married, what's weird is they're both the bloodline. Like, in England right now, we have a queen, been there for 60-plus years, and she is the bloodline, not Prince Philip. I don't think it's complicated. I think it simplifies it. If they're both the bloodline, then their children are definitely the bloodline. There's, like, no question about it. In the history of the... The series, in the, not in the TV series, but in the books, mm-hmm. the Targaryens were all intermarried. Right, right. So this is sort of just perpetuating the ancient Targaryen Which lineage. Which we don't know about. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> Scott read the books. Well, uh, there's actually a uh, George R.R. R. Martin, instead of finishing the main series, actually published a book in December all about the history of the Targaryens. Like, this, <laughs> just yeah. finish the damn series already. What are you writing books like 300 years later? Dumb. Game of Thrones has been such an epic series. And also, you know, while we're on it, HBO's done a great job. I have to give kudos to them because they kind of initiated the whole, you know, K 
table genre series, if you will, with um, going back to The Sopranos and Rome, Deadwood, giving us another option. I mean, we all grew up, we're all around the same age in our 50s. Three, six, ten, you know, (laughs) a couple UHF channels, that was it, you know. So, So now to have not just movies on cable, but actually dynamic series I take my hat off to HBO and their creative teams. Uh, every episode is so expensive and so uh, so well done. I mean, you can quibble with some of the choices that they made at the end of the series, and people certainly are. Um, and I'm just like, you know, just enjoy the series. It's going to end how it ends. And if you hate it, that okay, you hate it. But then you never really liked the show because the show was about subverting your expectations. Right. And if your expectation was a certain thing and it got subverted, well, sorry, that's Game of Thrones. Right. And another thing is, you know, you got – Two examples of getting what you want and getting not what you want, all right? Boardwalk Empire, which was a series I liked, they they killed the main character at the end. He basically got what he deserved. The Sopranos, they just kind of went with a black screen and let you figure it out, you know? So I just think it's the way uh, television is uh, uh, critiqued by everyone who has a Twitter account and a Facebook page. Everyone is giving their opinions, and no one is going to be happy 100% with any television show, however it ends. So, I mean, just have a whiskey and have some fun. Have some fun, America. And I highly recommend the uh, Dalwini Winter Frost Stark. If you like single malt scotch, I, Ed, absolutely (laughs) recommend you drink it as well. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I'm Ed. I'm Scott. We thank Jeff for coming by for the ride. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) 